0: Welcome back to the Hot to Best Daily Pick show for Sunday, December 19th. Back with some more college basketball action and, you know, Saturday's picks start off pretty hot. Currently, we sit at 2 and 0. The Drexel game got canceled. North Carolina is currently in the process of losing to Kentucky, so probably a 3 and 1 start or no, a 2 and 1 start rather to to, you know, be most likely scenario. Still got 3 games left to play, but definitely check Twitter all of that to see Saturday's results. But, let's jump right into Sunday's picks. First game on Sunday, we got Mercer taking on Florida Gulf Coast. Mercer comes into this game seven and four in the year. Florida Gulf Coast 9 and 3 and you know Florida Gulf Coast might not get the love especially in the hot to bet rankings 230 um, 190 in Kempom Mercer 1986 in the hot to bet rankings 193 in Kempom but Florida Gulf Coast has been pretty impressive you know they had that really good win over Rhode Island earlier in the season which definitely impressed me you know losses to Loyola Chicago USC FIU none of those are really bad losses per se Um, maybe they could have played a little bit better in those games you could argue Um, but Mercer hasn't really done much either you know losses to Arkansas Winthrop St. Louis Middle Tennessee um, you know they don't really have a great win they have one top 200 win over Georgia State but that's really all this Mercer team has going for it Felipe Haas leads Mercer in scoring with 15.3 points per game Jalen Johnson 14 points per game so you know two decent scorers there and as a whole they have shot the ball fine you know 52.7 effective field goal percentage 35.3 from beyond the arc really nothing to complain about there and not a whole lot to complain about from Mercer on the offensive side of the ball at all 109th and just an offensive efficiency um, but the defense isn't great 288th and just a defensive efficiency according to Ken Palm really does concern me for Mercer here looking over for Florida Gulf State though they have shot the ball well too you know Travis Dunn Martin leads the team in scoring with 19.5 points per game Cyrus Largan is also dropping 12.9 points per game and as a whole Florida Gulf Coast has shot the ball extremely extremely well as well you know 53.9 effective field goal percentage they're hitting 37.5 percent from beyond the arc and while offensively, they might not be you know highly touted as what Mercer is, only 183rd adjusted offensive efficiency, they definitely make up for it on the defensive side of the ball, 203rd in adjusted defensive efficiency according to this game, um, or according to Ken Palm. And for Mercer coming into this game You know, they haven't been super impressive on on that defense, most notably, Um, and their rebounding really hasn't shown me much either. Felipe Haas leads the team in rebounding, but he's only pulling down 5.9 rebounds per game. Um, They're 258th in offensive rebounding. Defense, they actually get a slight boost, which is a little bit surprising, you know, based on the rest of their stats, 168th in defensive rebounding, Um, but... Mercer has had struggles on the road this season. I think they continue that here. Florida Gulf Coast, on the other hand, plays a very fast style, you know, a high-tempo basketball. And going up against a a defense that isn't very good in Mercer, um, I think Florida Gulf Coast will definitely be able to exploit that. You know, there are 71.5 adjusted tempo, according to Ken Palm, good enough for 51st in the country in that category. And I absolutely love this Florida Gulf Coast team here at home. So give me Florida Gulf Coast minus three here against Mercer. Up next, we got Colgate taking on Monmouth. Colgate comes in his game four and seven on the year. Mammoth is nine and two. Um, now Colgate is actually still getting quite a bit of love from the Hot Tibet rankings, 78th in that, 136th in Kim Pom, Mammoth at 114 in, in Kimpom. and really still no love from the Hot Tibet Rankings, 175th. But this Monmouth theme has been so, so impressive to me this season. In you know, a win over Towson, a win over Cincinnati. Obviously, two great wins there. In their last two games against Pitt and Yale, um, they do come away with the wins, they cover both games so it's hard to complain but you know they should have won both of those games by much much more they were you know had very big leads especially going into the half and they kind of just you know let it kind of get close a lot closer than it needed to be um but at the end of the day when you're winning games doesn't mean a whole lot you know they have lost to charlotte and st john's which um neither one is a horrible loss in, in their own respect but this colgate team you know obviously had that huge huge win over syracuse earlier in the season that you know really put them on the map But they haven't really done much since. You know, it hasn't been super good for what Colgate's done. Nelly Cummings also obviously leads them in scoring with 17.6 points per game. He's their main playmaker. But he missed the last game against St. John's. And really, his status for this game is unknown. I tried to find anything updated about an injury report, anything from Colgate. Really couldn't find anything um, new information-wise. I would be kind of surprised if he ends up playing in this game. Um, I think it's really day-to-day day with his injury, but um, we'll only have to wait and see. And, and honestly, if he doesn't play in this game, I would expect mom to become much bigger favorites in this game because is not much without him. You know, Jack Ferguson is their second leading scorer, but he's only dropping 12 points per game. And overall, they've shot the ball fine with Cunningham in the in the, in the the roster, but against St. John's, they didn't look near as good. Um, as a team, though, they're hitting 52.6% effective field goal percentage, 38% from three. It. And it really does help boost that offensive rating. You know, they're 74th in adjusted offensive efficiency, um, but it's another team that really struggles on the defensive side of the basketball. 253rd in adjusted defensive efficiency coming into this game for Colgate. Monmouth, on the other hand, has a couple of great scores. You know, Greg Pappas, um leads the team in scoring with 15.8 points per game. He Actually, he doesn't lead them anymore. Trevor um, Reynolds leads the team in scoring with 16.4 points per game, but both those guys have shot the ball extremely well. Um, as a whole, they're another team that's shooting the ball well. 50.2 effective field goal percentage, 30. from beyond the arc and they're hitting 80.6% from the free throw line good enough for eighth in the country when it comes to free throw shooting and you know what I love about teams that can shoot the ball above 80% from the free throw line I'm going to be betting on those teams um, all the time and they're good on the offensive side of the ball. 185th in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. But defense is really where this mom of team excels. 70th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Their defense has been so, so impressive. Nikki Rudy leads this team in rebounding with 7.2 rebounds per game for him. And what King Rice has been able to do for This Monmouth team it has been so so impressive going up against the Colgate defense that really concerns me You know Colgate really struggles when forcing turnovers 295th in the country in that category and they might have an experienced roster But Colgate has just really struggled against better teams this season and and Monmouth is not going to be an easy team You know, they're definitely a team in the Mac that can give Iona a run for their money as the season goes on and Let's not you know discount the fact that Monmouth is a cover machine and that, that's probably the, the biggest reason why I like them in this game they've covered every game they've played this season when you're 11 and 0 against the spread um, and, and it's a team that I've bet several times and rolling on it's kind of one of those things sort of like how Drake was last year that I just got to keep betting it until it fails but I do really love them in this spot so give me Mammoth minus three and a half here against Colgate And the final game on Sunday's card, we got Texas taking on Stanford this game from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Texas comes into this game 7-2 on the season. Stanford is 6-3. And, you know, Texas is 15th in Kempom, 13th in the Hot Tibet rankings, and they really don't have a great win to go along with that. You know, their best two games against Gonzaga and Seton Hall, they end up losing both of those games. You know, they they didn't look great against Gonzaga, kept it close against Seton Hall, um, can't win there. But I do love what Chris Beard has here. He has a a pretty decent roster together, Um, you know, returning home to Texas. Timmy Allen is dropping 13.1 points per game for Texas here. Trey Mitchell also dropping 11.6 points per game. And they really do a great job getting a lot of guys involved in this offense. A 54.6 effective field goal percentage for Texas, 36% from beyond the arc. And they're hitting 75.6% of their free throws. And while Stanford has a decent win over Oregon last week, you know, they have some questionable losses. The Santa Barbara loss wasn't great. The Colorado game, they should have been more competitive in. Um, And Baylor, they got blown out. I mean, I I would have loved to have seen them play Baylor better, especially because I think Baylor and Texas are two very comparable teams not just because they're both in the big 12 but that does certainly you know help in that comparison as far as stanford goes scoring wise um, Jalen diari is scoring 12.6 points per game harrison ingram also dropping 12.6 points per game and they haven't been a horrible team shooting wise 51.4 effective field goal percentage 34.4 from beyond the arc but they're only in 64.8 percent of their free throws and going up against the texas team especially late game you know, when, when margins can either, you know, dwindle or get wider, I don't love Stanford not being a great free throw shooting team. And they haven't been great on either side of the basketball. They've been kind of middle of the road 85th in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Kim Palm, 93rd in adjusted defensive efficiency. And you compare that to a Texas team that has been great on both sides of the basketball 20th in adjusted offensive efficiency, 18th in adjusted defensive efficiency. There's definitely cause for concern with Stanford here. Um, you know, they, they really, really struggle at times to slow down good shooters. And Texas has a lot of them. I think it's going to be hard for their defense to to prevent Texas from really just running away with this game. Stanford is yet to win a game away from home this season. All their neutral site and away games so far this season they have lost. They're actually undefeated at home. So um, an interesting split nonetheless there. But I definitely think they struggle in this category um, or in this game rather. Texas has, you know, been great on both sides of the basketball they're third in the country when it comes to forcing turnovers um and really you know this is a huge game for the the texas season out of the hole because you know if they play a close game here against stanford um you start to question whether or not this texas team um is really for real moving into the big 12 play granted we'll see them play baylor twice we'll see them play kansas twice we'll find out whether or not this texas team and chris beard here are for real but um to me texas is a basketball school now and chris beard is putting that on display um i think they get an impressive win here against stanford and against the stanford team that has really just struggled against better opponents so give me texas minus nine and a half here against stanford that is it for sunday's college basketball card if you want to see more nfl college football college basketball NBA NHL action, head over to best.com Check out all the computer model picks up on the website. As well, if you're not already following me at to Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any of my content. As well as follow hot to best Chris on the Best Stamp app, where you can get early access to all the picks. Don't miss out on any of these line movements, um, especially in college basketball, where they can be so wide. Follow on Best Stamp to get the best lines possible. Also follow Hot main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Stayed up to date with all the computer model stuff happening over there there as well as if you're watching here on youtube like the video hit the subscribe button down below hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment let me know who you guys are betting on for sunday's college basketball card and thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys tomorrow